or even take it further like, hey, dude, could you give me some tips on marketing? <laughs> Fuck you want me to say, dude? Yeah, get to work. I couldn't agree more with the concept around like, dude, just come correct. Yeah. And if you come correct and then back it up with what we were talking about, like if someone takes the time and they look you up real quick, yep. are you practicing what they preach yep. at all? Welcome to Dope Conversations with Dave Carroll and Friends. Despite my early life being filled with trouble, mistakes, and eventually going to prison, I've been able to open up multiple seven-figure businesses and we are reshaping the landscape of how direct mail marketing works for local businesses. In this podcast, we're gonna combine business, life challenges, triumphs, and the decisions that define us. Together, we're gonna elevate your business, enrich your personal journey, or maybe just indulge in some genuine conversations with friends, industry giants, and other thought leaders that I want you to hear more from. Let's fill your cup and dive in. Here we go. Welcome back to Dope Conversations with Dave Carroll and friends. And today we're talking about mentorship and how critical it's played a part in probably your personal life, your business life, how it plays a part in it right now. There's a name that crazy guy named Jesse that keeps coming up. But let's get into mentorship because like every listener right now, whether you are a business owner, aspiring business owner, like this is a key facet to getting out of your own way and learning the things that you don't know yet. Who's one of your first mentors? First mentors, my man Roland from House Call Pro. Mm -hmm. I consider a mentor of mine for a long time. That's here local and uh No, Roland owns a huge CRM. They're worth billions. Hmm. Um, we met like 10 years ago, have kept a very close relationship. He's one of the guys that like I reach out to that it's like you can't buy his time. Yeah. And so the fact that I have access to it, access. It's just like appreciating those minutes, but also like when you approach people like that, it's very simple. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey man, like. I need some help. I'm stuck. Mm -hmm. And you'll be fascinated to find the people that you just say like, dude, I need some help. Yes. There's ways to ask for help. Yep. But when I think about my first mentors, for sure, like Roland from House Call Pro, my man, Chris Lambernini's from uh, Window Cleaning Resource mm -hmm. is someone that I met very early on in my career who kind of put me under his wing, gave me a lot of his minutes. I've gotten into a phase over the past couple of years where I like commit to certain like masterminds and things like that. Yeah. And I try to do it with intention. Uh, we talked about Jesse Itzler yeah. recently. Jesse is for sure like a friend, a mentor to me. Someone who just like, when I think about a mentor or someone to get advice from, I just like identifying people that have paid the dumb tax. Yes. I already did what I'm trying to do. I don't need to figure the world out, dude. I'm not an engineer. I'm a visionary. I'm an entrepreneur. Yep. I don't need to reinvent the wheel. I'm not trying to come out with the new widget, the new thing, the new whatever. I think that mentorship for me, and when I think about the mentors, it's evolved. We talked about last night yeah. at dinner, like the evolution of like the content you consume. Yes. You almost can evolve out of following someone just because their messaging kind of stays on point for the audience they're trying to attract. Sometimes you grow with a mentor or an influencer because yeah. like this day and age that is not, wasn't the fact 10 years ago, you can have a mentor you've never met or talked to before. That's this. Straight up. Like, that's this. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So talking about kind of graduating, the funny thing is that mentor, virtual, 
digital mentor. We yeah. call him yeah. for a lot of people, a Gary V, something like that. Like the content he's making, the reason you quote unquote graduate from it is because it's not for you anymore. Like he's making it and continuing to make it for a very specific audience. And like at some point, if you're doing or applying anything that they're saying, it's not going to be for you anymore. And has that happened to you? A bunch. But I think like in a previous conversation, you asked me about that abundance mentality. Yeah, yeah. It's always funny when you like follow someone and then maybe you have the opportunity to meet them and you want to say like, I don't follow you as much anymore. I don't, whatever. And then we talked about that last night. Like yeah. how would that come across to someone like a Gary V or yeah. a Jesse Itzler? And it's like, they would love it. They yes. would embrace it because those dudes are so dialed in on what their message is, who their audience is, what they know. Alex, I believe is like the Dan Kennedy of our time. Mm. He is the guy taking what's been around, making it a version of what like the masses can digest right now and leading by example. Yeah. So someone like Alex, it'd be a little bit harder to evolve out of like, I still throw on one of his books on a run every now and then. Yeah. You know, you think about like content consuming, it's just picking up gems, right? It's like you remember every word in a book, you grab something and gravitate towards it. And so like, I think there's certain people that you could evolve out of following. Yeah. I think there's other people that depending on if it's just like an online content thing, yeah. kind of getting, and that style of mentorship, because I think that's huge right now. It's sure. still like a new thing. Yeah. But I think there's other, when you go to like legitimate, like mentors and influences, dude, it's a hard question to ask someone if like, hey, will you be my mentor? Or like, yeah. I have people through my career that'll hit me like, Dave, you know, would you ever like coach me or mentor me? I'm like, motherfucker, I need a mentor. Yeah. I need a coach. Yeah. I've never felt at a point that like, I want to lead as a, you know, coaching and mentoring are for sure different things, but I put them yeah. into the group for this conversation. So one funny thing Tom Bill you said is he's been approached by a bunch of people at some point and they're like, I will do anything for your company or impact theory. I'll take out the trash. He's like, no, he's like, I will not be your mentor because you're making your problem my problem. So I'll tell the audience and if this first time you're meeting me, my name is Rich Cardona. And one of the things that I've done is I consume what they do, but I apply what they do because that's the best thing you could do for them. Bro. The practical application, if you are telling people right now how to, and I think we need to get to the Jesse Isler story in a second, like how that all came to be. Yeah. But if you're applying anything Dave's talking about and you, and Dave gets a DM, that's completely different than Dave Dude, asking for a mentor. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. So I have one of my coaches right now, my man, Justin Martin, mm -hmm. that I'm working with, mm -hmm. he's been getting me into meditation. Okay. And it was something that I've thought about for years that I didn't really understand. I was intimidated of, I was scared of like. And Justin has been, you know, we've been working together. I've known Justin for a very long time. Yeah. We've been working together specifically on some stuff that I'm working through, like, yeah. very recently. Yeah. Justin's been trying to get me to meditate for, like, almost two months. I, today, just hit my eighth day of meditating every day in a row. Oh, dang. And where it's taking Justin's ability to coach me because he's telling me to do something or that's the content he puts out and I'm committing to it, it evolves our relationship to level up. Totally. And if I've learned anything from paying... 10, 20, 50, 100,000, literally just have someone's cell phone number, like to be in their mastermind group, to get access to them, to go around, you know, the money in these groups is all just a qualifier yes. to be in the same room with people going through the same type of shit. 100%. But then you take it further where it's like, how are you putting yourself in a position? You, you see someone online that you've never met 
and you want to show them that what you're taking is serious, just do what the fuck they're talking about yeah. and give them an example and show them. Tag them. Dude, like I shared a reel a couple weeks ago about Jesse. What happened? And Jesse's my boy, whatever. Yeah. He reshared it. And I got a bunch of followers and a bunch of people DMing me. And it's like, I heard, as cliche as it is, I heard Drake say this one time. Drake was like, you get blessings in life to share them. And so if you can come from that abundance mindset and say, I'm thankful for the position I'm in. And if someone asks me for help, it's my responsibility to go out of my way to help them. For me, it's really important that the people that I'm influenced by and surrounding myself by, I'm not the dude that is going to ask you like, hey, can I ask you a question? Hey, you got a sec. Mm -hmm. Hey, I want to run something by you. Like that's the biggest turnoff in the world. Yeah. But if you switch that approach to like, yo, man, I need some help. I think you've been through this. Could you help me? Mm -hmm. Someone could literally DM me right now. I go through my filtered messages every couple of days. Someone could DM me right now and go, Dave, I need some help with this. Could you help me? And I, I'll fire back a message. Yep. Like just in an effort. And it's one of the reasons I respect Jesse so much because he's active. Yeah. Mark Cuban, you can look up Mark Cuban's email, send him an email and he will reply. Yeah. Like it's crazy. But I they're think humans. the more specific, if I were to chime in, the more specific the question, the higher probability you're going to get an answer. 100%. There's a guy, I cannot remember his name. He goes, waste your own time three times before you waste mine. Meaning, Ooh, okay. ask, ask someone else, Google it, go on YouTube. And then if not, be like, Dave, I'm running into this specific roadblock with my direct mail campaigns. It's like, this is the data I'm not getting. This is the data I need. What would you do in this situation? You will jump on that. In a second. Versus I'm thinking of getting into direct mail. Or what should I do? Or even take it further, like, hey dude, could you give me some tips on marketing? <laughs> Fuck you want me to say, dude. Yeah. Get to work. <laughs> get to you know, like, like I couldn't agree more with the concept around like, dude, just come correct. Yeah. And if you come correct and then back it up with what we were talking about, like. If someone takes the time and they look you up real quick, yep. are you practicing what they preach yep. at all? Like, is there that connection mm -hmm. to allow that relationship to further? It kind of goes into like the story of how I met Jesse. Yeah. So let's uh, the backdrop. You're in you're in Costa Rica. Yeah. You're speaking at an event. La yeah. And you're on a high because you got voted like best speaker for that Dude, day. Dude, it was wild. So like I spoke at this event in Costa Rica last summer. Jesse was one of the keynotes on day three. Mm. I'm on day two. Mm. Same day with Damon John, Kevin Harrington, some other, like <laughs> some names, right? Yeah, yeah. Little Dave is a by note on yes. the thing. They surveyed the audience on day two and I got voted the best speaker of the day. Best. So, I mean, how humbling, right? Just yeah. like, I've been public speaking for a while. You know, it's one of the things I'm bad at a lot of shit. I happen to be decent at, you know, getting in front of stage and doing that or whatever. Yeah. But I've never got an accolade for it. I've never done, like, I probably, like, if you look at sponsorships, I have definitely paid to be on more stages than I've gotten paid for. 100%, <laughs> no question. Probably 100x difference. But to get on a stage like that with names of people mm -hmm. and get voted, like, that was huge for me, right? So, like, for any of you that, like, go to trade shows, whether you speak or just attend them or whatever, because I've been in both seats, too, to come off that high and get the, the whatever. And then the next day, it was like, they said this guy, Jesse Itzer was going to speak. I heard the name. I heard of like Jesse, one of our buddy, our mutual friends that Jesse introduced me to, John Carroll will joke that like, uh, 
Jesse's really famous for being like the most famous plus one because his <laughs> wife is Sarah Blake. Yeah. Jesse, I, you know, I say that with love, bro. Yeah. But it's like we were talking about one night in the sauna. Jesse's like, he, he did that thing about Sarah getting elected for president and he would be like the first man yeah. or whatever type <laughs> of thing. And he did the picture. It was funny. So I, I like heard of this dude and I wasn't going to go see him speak. I just was like, wasn't on my radar. I wasn't on, but the two guys I was with, New Jesse were like, we're going to this no matter what. Cleared their cleared their account yeah. like, at that time. They're going yeah. to that no matter what. So I'm sitting here having a conversation like this with my boy Justin, and I'll never forget. Jesse was just about to go on, and something in the universe just told me, like, dude, you gotta go, you gotta go, you gotta watch this. So it'd be like if I stood up right now and walked away. Justin's like, what the fuck? I'm like, man, I'll be back. I gotta go do this. I sit down. Jesse comes on for anyone who sees Jesse speak. It's a fucking production. Yes, the is. DJ and the music and yeah. the the word. It's amazing. One of the best speakers I've ever seen in my life. And then they said at the end of it, they're like, and then Jesse's going to go do a cold plunge with the VIP people. I'm like, that's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my fucking life. And you had done exactly zero. Cold I'd plunges. never done a cold plunge in my <laughs> life ever. And I'm the average. Look me up. Uh, there's a video of me doing a cold plunge on the internet. I'm fucking guilty. But I went and I saw Jesse speak, laughed came to tears. Mm. All of it was just like, this was an amazing presentation. And was like, after it was like, we're going to get in this water. We're going to go get in this fucking cold plunge. And so the setup was like this room. And basically there was a couple other like speakers and like famous people and shit that were getting in these cold plunges. And so everyone went over to this side of the room and I was kind of by myself. I'm like, fuck it, man. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to get in this water. Love it. So I get in, I do a cold, my first cold plunge ever for like two minutes. And for any of you familiar, we have another episode about like wellness and all the good shit. I'm a nerd with this shit guys. But like, at this point, very novice, kindergarten, chat GBT input would be like, explain it to a third grader in the spot I was in right now with the wellness <laughs> stuff. And so uh, I get in the water, I get out. And as I get out of the water, I'm having this kind of like out of body experience for anyone who's like gone, done their first, it's like the dopamine, the, all of it, the adrenaline firing. I'm just like, oh my God, like I feel great. I'm doing, and I turn around and there's this big goofy six foot four dude in front of me. And he's reading, I got some tattoos from prison. It says patience, love and humility across my chest. And Jesse, there's a there's a video of this. He's like reading. He's like, okay, when'd you get that tattoo? And that like doesn't like click. Like it's not this dude's Jesse Itzler. He just spoke. Like I wasn't even there. I was somewhere else in my mind with it. But how many people would ask you that anyway? Right? Like ever? You, like like that would be strange for me to even think to ask you that. In in a second, I've been asked a lot of weird fucking questions. Never have been asked about that. And so, so I just go into this thing. I kind of like pride myself on like I don't lead with the like prison violent felon whatever. Just my ego or whatever. But I just he reads the things like, where, where, what, what's that about? How old were you when you got that tattoo? And I was like, man, I was, it was like right when I got out of prison when I was 25 and I, uh, whatever. He's like, oh, what'd you go to prison for? And I just like start going into the store and you just see his face lighting up. It's funny. There's this video about it. And then we ended up talking for like four or five minutes, you know, whatever. Of course, it seemed like, like a lifetime. He's yeah. kind of living in the moment, whatever. And he tells me about this event that he's having coming up hell on a hill. And we're talking and we exchange info. And I, it was funny. I turn around. And all the like hundred people are like staring at us, like recording it, like they had all come back around or whatever. And it was just like, what I saw about Jesse that day was like, take away the money, take away the fame, take away the, the accolades and the awards and the, the human that he, this dude was walking around that room, filling up ice buckets, yep. kind of chatting with yep. people, doing whatever. And we just headed off and had a genuine moment. And then like leading up until, you know, we have a much closer relationship now than the day that we met, but it was just like, being able to put myself in the spots to have those moments. I talk to yes. people now about it where like one thing I am right now in my life that I'm more than I've ever been is coachable. It's not about having it all figured out or for a lot of my life, I put myself in a position where like I depended on myself. You know, Puff Daddy said once, he was around like, 
throw me in the jungle butt naked. I'll walk out three days later with a fucking chinchilla on. <laughs> I've always like tried to embody that mentality where I'm just like, dude, I don't need you to start a fire for me. I'll go start my own fire. That is not an abundance mindset. That's not how leaders lead. Like, dude, there are people that have got to a point that I will never get to in my life doing what I want to do. Why do I got to take that road of how fucking hard that would be yep. as opposed to just like aligning myself with people that I'm inspired by to show me the way? I think the biggest thing I'm hearing, if, if you are listening for the first time and you listen to previous episodes, like you didn't talk about anyone helping you. You talked about like you will fight your way out of the corner happily, gladly and do it. But now you're talking about a guy who has had profound success, but I think what attracted you to him and now why you guys like, you know, you, you're in his circle is because he took a genuine interest in you. He was serving without selling. Like it eventually became a no brainer to make sure that access is continued. And you might have that access without being in that, but that is the value of a mentor. So let's leave the listeners with like, you know, 60 seconds or less. How do you seek the right mentor? And one that is actually going to have the interest in you like Jesse had in you. Understanding your own non-negotiables and core values are a big part of like allowing yourself to be influenced. Yeah. I changed my mentality around like it's all on me to figure out to where like, dude, I don't need to be right. I just need someone to be right. And as you level up in different phases of like success or progress in life, in business, it's just like, you got to be open enough to like admit that you don't have something figured out and be able to learn from other people. Some of the most yeah. like humbling work that you can do for yourself is realizing like it's not all on you. And as you get further in your business, in life, in success, you kind of got to come to terms with the fact that like you're going to put yourself in a position where you don't know the best move. Do you think I went to school to run a hundred million dollar business? <laughs> like that's where this thing is going. I'm not the guy that I would necessarily hire to do that today, but the journey that I'm on, the work that I'm putting in, like the end result of that by the people that I'm mentored by, that mm -hmm. I'm influenced by, that I'm coached by, you just got to be self-aware enough to ask for help. Yes. And there's a way to do that the right way. But I think that any ability to be coached, to be mentored, to be influenced is to be able to be open and self-aware enough about what you're good at and what you like doing, 100%. but then also like what you're not good at or what you don't like doing. Cause sometimes in your business, especially it might be your job to get better at what you don't like doing or what you're not good at, depending on those phases of where yeah. you're at. Yeah. And so the best advice I can give to anyone when you're, you don't seek out a mentor, that shit will find you in life. I agree. Dude. Like you can't go on this search. It'd be like, getting out of college and being like, I need to find my wife right now or my husband or my whatever. Like, it doesn't work like that. You got to put yourself in the right position for things to go right for you. And so like, to be influenced, you got to be open enough and be on the journey and the path to allow that to, to come to you. I don't agree to just agree, but I, every time I've sought it out, it was never the same. Exactly, bro. So we're going to lock up there. Make sure you're DMing Dave, but don't DM him some bullshit. Uh, and, let's <laughs> and I don't like voice memos. Okay. Send me a video. Send me a t Do not send me a voice memo. Those are hard for me. And next time Dave is back with us, we're going to be doing talking about John Jones. There's a phenomenon about the UFC fighter and parallels to business. Yeah.
Thank you for tuning in to Dope Conversations with me, Dave Carroll, and my incredible friends. From the depths of adversity to the peaks of success, we've journeyed through the intricate tapestry of business and life. Remember, every challenged face is an opportunity to redefine ourselves. As we close, reflect on the insights shared and considered how you can elevate your business and your personal journey. And until next time, keep your cup full and stay dope.